Hey, this is Matt Wade, pastor of The Table Church in Dixon, Tennessee, and welcome to our podcast. My hope is that you are empowered and encouraged from today's message. Enjoy. Well, hello, everybody. We're so happy that you're joining us on today's podcast from The Table Church. We are here in the studio on a very cold morning in January. It is actually flurrying outside, and uh, I, I, I assume because we're in the South that school would be canceled if it was not Martin Luther King Day. So yes. we also celebrate Dr. King and his phenomenal efforts um, with civil rights, and we honor him for his dream and thank God for everything that God used that great man to do in our world. Uh, today, we're going to dig right in. As you know, on Sunday mornings uh, at 9.30 at pre-service prayer, Amber, who is here across on the other mic. Good morning. Lady, uh, she is teaching on the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to dig right in today and just talk about understanding the Godhead. Kind of part one of her teaching that she's been doing again on Sunday mornings at 9.30 uh, during pre-service prayer. So uh, I guess maybe if it's okay, I would like to just ask a few questions and then you just run with this thing. I would love that. Well, so what if the people listening, even myself, what if we could have a better understanding of God, the Holy Spirit? That's the first thing. And I believe that we can today, particularly with how well you've laid this thing out. But the other one is, and this is kind of true for a lot of people that grew up not like me in uh, in a church where that was really evident and those the, the very expressive the the move of the spirit, but we've kind of made it weird a lot of us or it maybe feel weird to a lot of people. So what do we do with the weirdness? What do we do with those preconceived notions about the Holy Spirit uh, as being as you would say hokey pokey? You know, mm-hmm. well you know. So what do we do that? And then also. Basically, how do we debunk misconceptions, clarify who the Holy Spirit is in our lives, his activity in our lives, and why do we need him today? So I know that's a lot to throw at you, but I know, that, I know that you are. So take it away, girl. Okay. So I want to begin just kind of talking about the irony that God laid it on my heart to teach on the Holy Spirit. Yes. And not that. <laughs> I actually... Um, early into this was sharing some of my notes and he was like, wow, this is awesome. And I said, well, how about I just give you my notes (laughs) and you teach it? And he said, absolutely no way. So here we are. Um, We've been teaching on the Holy Spirit in pre-service prayer at 930 on Sunday mornings for about five weeks now. And it's really just amazing to um, hear the feedback and see the light bulbs go off and feel people pulling on you for this teaching and this information and see the the hunger that is in the table church right now just to know more about God. Yeah. And that is our heart and that is that is what we want from this teaching. And I say we because it is also pastor's heart um, for everyone just to understand this and not feel like it's weird. And what are you talking about? And oh my gosh, did they say Holy Spirit? What is going on? You know, sure, yeah. um, so as he said, I don't think Holy Spirit is hokey pokey. I was not raised what you would call in church. I went to a small private school where the, the Bible was taught. We had class, we had chapel, we had scripture memorization. Um, so I got a good foundation of the word. And that's what I'm taking us back to over the next several podcasts is the word. And it's really so simple and so beautiful 
and not weird, not hokey pokey, as he says, not cosmic, not strange. Um, Now, curious would be a good word to describe it. There's a lot of curiosity about the Holy Spirit, especially if you've never had an experience with the Holy Spirit or what you would call an experience with the Holy Spirit is probably a better way to word that. Because if you are a Christian, if you profess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have the Holy Spirit. You just might not choose or understand what that means. So that is what these next few podcasts kind of just look like is explaining it and showing you how simple the word really lays it out. And I want to start, let's see, in John 16, Jesus is talking. And so these are the words of Jesus. And I'm going to read this passage um, in two different versions. So bear with me just for a moment. But John 16, 7 through 11, Jesus says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go... I will send him to you, and when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because... Oh, lost my spot. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father, and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. So I'm going to start with just verse 7, and I want to read that in the message version of the Bible. And just just, um, lay all preferences aside with versions of the Bible and hear these few sentences. Instead, the longer I've talked, the sadder you've become. So let me say it again, this truth. It's better for you that I leave. If I don't leave, the friend won't come. But if I go, I'll send him to you. So Jesus is saying, this is going to happen. And the more I talk about it, the sadder you guys are getting. So let's not focus on this one event. Let's not focus on this one thing. But look at the bigger picture, guys. When I go, it's better. It's so much better because then the friend comes and the friend gets to be, guys, with each and every one of us. The Holy Spirit's with me, with Matt, with you. He is everywhere. And that was that's the beauty of of everything Jesus did on the cross. Okay. So let's move on a little bit. And Paul in Corinthians talks about how the Holy Spirit inhabits temples. And there's several scriptures. If you were to just do a Google search, there's a lot of scriptures that pull in those two phrases, Holy Spirit, temples, body, all of that. And I'm just going to highlight a couple of them um, in Corinthians. In Corinthians 3, it says, Do you not know that you are God's temple and God's spirit dwells in you? And I, so, I mean, just think about us asking you that question right now. Do you know that? Like you are God's temple and his spirit dwells in you. It's right here in the word. I love that it's a question because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've read that my whole life. And I've, I've always known it's a question, mm-hmm. but it's almost like he's saying, I really want you to think about this. Do you really get this truth mm-hmm. that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit and God's spirit dwells in you? I love that. I'm just, yeah. I'm just glad that you kind of reemphasize that. I, I love that it's a question too. And it, it's a similar question in Corinthians 6, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you? whom you have from God. Mm. So yet again, whom you have from God. 
So there is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They are three in one. You don't just get a piece of that. You might only say that you have a piece of that, but they're three in one. Um, And I taught, when I taught on this, um, the very first Sunday in pre-service prayer, I said, now guys, bear with me. I feel like this in some ways could be so elementary, but really hear me. I don't want you to think that Holy Spirit is weird. He is something that we have. He is a gift. He is a, a piece of the puzzle. He's part of it. And there's so much that we can access through Holy Spirit if we just choose to learn about all the things that we can have, all the gifts, um, so much peace, so much presence, so much love. There's so many, there's just so much goodness um, that we will talk about over the next several podcasts as well. Now, now babe, real quick, for people that are listening that grew up the way that I did, and let me clarify that, meaning that I grew up in a church where not talking about the Holy Spirit, not experiencing the Holy Spirit would be just as weird for somebody who went to a church where you didn't talk about the Holy Spirit in the context of having an experience with the Holy Spirit. There are two drastic worlds. So for those of you who grew up the way that I did, I just want to let you know something. Some of this stuff may be elementary to you, but you have to keep in mind, we are in a culture where the evangelical church is the main type of church in our area, meaning that they believe in the Holy Spirit. There's nothing wrong with their theological. There's nothing wrong with their theology at all. But what we've invited people to do is to encounter the third person of the Trinity in a much deeper way other than just, I believe the Spirit of God dwells in mm-hmm. me. We've invited people into a baptism in the Holy Spirit. We've invited people into a, a life a life with the Spirit, a life of the Spirit, encountering the presence of God in a tangible way. So don't tune out just yet if you go, oh man, I've heard this stuff my whole life. Listen, we can always relearn some things. And Amber's about to share with you all, particularly those pastors who are listening, an example that you can preach on the Sunday morning and uh, really, really help people understand what life is before and after the Holy Spirit. So, babe, share with us that powerful, powerful illustrated example. Yes. So uh, at the end of my teaching that Sunday morning, I pulled out an, an empty pitcher, like you would make tea or something in, and it was empty and clear so you could see through it, and water, um, sugar, and then a Kool-Aid packet. And when you make Kool-Aid, you know, you have your water and your Kool-Aid and you mix it up and the water turns red or purple, whatever flavor you've got. So if you wanted to have Kool-Aid, but didn't want your kids to have all that sugar that makes Kool-Aid taste so much better and kids behave so much better, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, you could potentially mix that up and just serve them what you could call, you know, here's your Kool-Aid and it would be red and it would look like Kool-Aid. And if they've never had Kool-Aid anywhere else, then they don't know any different. So they're going to be so happy that they're getting to have Kool-Aid like their friends have. This is the way it tastes. They've got their red drink, their cherry Kool-Aid, and they are most likely not going to complain, especially when they are young and begin asking for it. So they're not going to know any different. But the first time they have Kool-Aid at the babysitter's house Mm -hmm. or Nana's house or a friend's house and it's made with sugar, they will immediately know the difference and they will ask you about it 
They will want to know why you didn't give it to them the other way. Absolutely. And from that day forward, they're never going to want Kool-Aid without sugar. Never. And it's the same way with the Holy Spirit. We make it so much more complicated, but there's God the Father, God the Son, God the God Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, guys, the Kool-Aid's better when you have sugar. <clears throat> Just like our relationship with Jesus can be so much more, what's the word I want to use? Peaceful, powerful. I mean, just there's so many different elements that you can bring in when you choose to access the Holy Spirit, when you choose to add that into your relationship. And what does it say? Taste and see that the Lord's good. Once you have relationship with the Holy Spirit and you realize what it is and you realize how simple it is to walk that out in your everyday life, it really just comes down to a choice, I believe, on some levels. But once you choose that, you're never going to want to go back to the other relationship no. level that you had. Um, is there anything you want to add to yeah, that? Yeah, it's not that it diminishes my no. relationship with God the Father and God the Son. And even it doesn't diminish the fact that I know that I have the Holy Spirit dwelling in me. Because John one twelve says, to admit and receive Jesus, mm-hmm. to them gave he power to become the children of God. So we know that we have power within us to be believers. But there's something about when you add the sugar to the water and the Kool-Aid, that makes it not just um, not just sweeter. It makes it so much more enjoyable because then here's what happens: the Holy Spirit, His job, His His personality, the emotion of the Spirit. Uh, you get to experience what that is like because you've had a relationship with what I would call the nurturing aspect of God, the mothering aspect of God. He nurtures Mm -hmm. the will of God in you. He nurtures the mystery of God in you. He, in fact, makes mystery with God uh, palatable. And you can go, you know what? I don't have to know the answers because I know that Holy Spirit is leading the way. I don't have to understand every aspect of my life because Holy Spirit, according to John 16, is leading and guiding, leading and guiding me into all truth. So the Holy Spirit just sweetens the whole deal. The Holy Spirit makes it so much more enjoyable. And here's the deal. Just like your child would be looking at you going, going, hey, um, I've had Kool-Aid a different way now. And I've had this Kool-Aid over at this other church, and I'm joking about drinking the Kool-Aid here, of course, <laughs> but um, I've had this Kool-Aid at the other church. Why, why are we not talking about the Kool-Aid in this aspect, or why are we not experiencing the Kool-Aid in this aspect? And just like your child will literally shove Kool-Aid out without sugar in it after they've had it, the same thing will happen to your life when it comes to Christendom, when it comes to your faith, when it comes to church, when it comes to worship. You'll be looking around going, where's the sugar? Where's the Holy Spirit in this? Because I'm not sensing him. I'm not feeling him in this moment. And no, it's not always about the feeling, but it is about the sensing. With with everything in you, you will know God is in the room. And when God is in the room, you know the Holy Spirit is active because that is his job. So that has been uh, that has been a, a neat, neat example. You guys can use that in your sermon illustration when you're teaching on the Holy Spirit. So anyway, baby, do you have any final thoughts before we um, wrap up this first week? I just want to re, re-emphasize that Holy Spirit is not weird. He's not something just floating around with yep. no destination. John 16 says... Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. 
So his destination is you. Oh, the Holy that's so Spirit's good. destination is you, each and every one of you. So I want you to really hear that. And over the next couple podcasts that um, Pastor and I do, I mean, there's probably five or six to come because we get into what is conviction in this scripture, what is righteousness, what is sin, what is judgment, what does he mean when he's saying concerning all these things? And we literally just, just take 15, 20 minutes and dissect those words and what that means and how to apply that in, in how some people say how to put that in shoe leather. What does that mean to me in my everyday life? How do we walk that out? So just know his destination is you. He's not hokey pokey. Jesus says when he comes to you. So I really want you to be encouraged with that. And I think, I mean, we can wrap up with that. Yeah. You've got me on this thing of his destination is you. Wow. That's so rich. That's so rich. Jesus shed his blood so that our bodies can be a dwelling place of his spirit. Of his spirit. That's what that's saying. That's his destination. That's so good. Yeah. All right, guys, we look forward to talking to you next time on the Table Podcast. Remember, you can go to thetablechurch.cc to check out everything we have in the ministry. Um, You can follow us on Instagram at thetablechurchcc. And we look forward to seeing you guys next time. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. And thank you to those who give to make this podcast a possibility. For more information about The Table Church, visit thetablechurch.cc, thetablechurch.cc. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, share it with a friend, or even grab a screenshot and share it on your social stories. Please tag us at The Table Church CC, at The Table Church CC. Thanks again for joining us today.